next to you and tell that person, hi, people. Because <laughs> we are God's people. Anyway, it's a joy to just really be in church on a Sunday morning. And thank you for your faith. Thank you for being here. I'm really delighted. Uh, I know as your pastor, I, I, it's always a great joy just to be able to see you, talk to you. I was able to talk maybe to around 700 people before the service kanina. And I hope to talk to 1,000 more people before the service next Sunday. So I encourage you to really arrive earlier. So we really get to connect. Uh, but not just that, um, it's really a joy just to see uh, different faces, people uh, coming from different backgrounds, yet we're here. Uh, and I realize that all of us here, may kanya-kanya tayong kwento. We have stories to tell. But what brings us together is not how amazing we are, but how amazing our God is. Now, can, can, you, can you tell yourself, can you, can you, could you really declare to yourself, to your life, that our God is good? You see, the past years, it may have been very difficult uh, due to the pandemic. And moving forward to the next many years, Believe me, there will still be um, challenges and difficulties that we will be facing. Just a quick story. Um, uh, Pastor Steve, our founder, uh, was invited to preach in Africa. And when he arrived there, he was amazed that people were not actually wearing masks. And now, I'm not saying that you don't wear masks. But, and he was asking, I mean, why are you not wearing masks here? I mean, there's still the pandemic. And do you know what our church in Africa said? They simply said, uh, Pastor Steve, we've been, through, we've been through Ebola. That was worse. This is nothing. <laughs> and in the different challenges and seasons that we, that we go through, I hope we understand that there's a great purpose that God is prepare, preparing us into. So if you're here for the first time, know, God, know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. If you've been attending Victory Davao, not just for the past few months, but maybe for the past many, many years, the past five years, the past ten years, understand that God is not yet done with you. God intends to do something important in your life. Amen? Amen? Now, just before I continue, I I'm, just want to give you a something, a highlight, an update that, that really gives me great joy. Um, last Friday, we had, uh, again, our youth service, but yesterday... Our, our campus missionaries initiated these different uh, activities with the intention of really um, raising leaders, discipling the, the, the students. And yesterday, um, our different campus missionaries from Turil, even Mintal, and even dito sa downtown and Matina, we, we initiated some activities that we could really lead people, that would give us an opportunity to preach the gospel to the students. And for the Ateneo um, class, they were, the Ateneo campus, they were able to have how, how to do a business, a parang entrepreneurial um, gathering. And then UM, they had their emotional, uh, well-being seminar. And then in Turil also, uh, they were able to, to gather. And it was really a joy just to see students just gather and be discipled. And that's our heart, that more and more students would get to know Jesus and that they would be discipled. That's why later when I encourage you, if you have students with you, if may mga anak po ninyo who are uh, students, senior high, junior high, college, there's what we call a, tawag nito, um, there's, they, would, they are having this every Saturday. Okay, so we hope that you would be able to, 
Sunday later. Okay, later pala to. 11.30 to 12.30 p.m. This is their Sunday and they get to spend time together. And so if you have kids, please do let them join this. This is going to be life-changing. Okay? Um, just uh, even, um, I, our campus director, Luriz, posted this um, the other day. And she posted that yung before that the students na pina-follow up niya, pinupuntahan niya sa campus, these students who used to be, who are so about their love life and all, love life ang laging inisip. Sipat lang, no? Okay, sige. But it's amazing how these students who used to be the mission field, they are now part of the mission force. They are now part of those people who are discipling the preteens, the other students. That's why discipling the next generation is very, very important to us. And we want to invite you, do join us in, in doing God's mission of reaching to the next generation in discipling the students. Because the next generation, they're worth it. If you're beside someone who's young, tell that person you're worth it. Yung mga, yung mga young ones, di ba? Para bang, I'm worth it. <laughs> I want to invite everyone to please stand up as we get into the Word. We Your People is our series on the church. Understanding who the church is and how we're supposed to live our lives, what we're supposed to do. And we're studying this, sobra kong na-excite because all the more, I got to understand, so this is who we are. Open your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. We'll be reading a couple of verses from verses 42 to 47. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. The Word of God says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking in their homes, breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, maraming salamat for Lord, we are part, not just of this church, but we are your church. Lord, the reason why we get to enjoy this fellowship, the reason why we get to enjoy each other's uh, presence, friendship with one another is because you brought us together. You are the head of the church. It's not a pastor who is the head of the church. It is you, Lord Jesus, who is the head of the church. That's why we're here. That's why we worship you. That's why we, we, we get to know your word. That's why we study your word because we want to become more and more like you. Lord Jesus, we just want to live our lives for you. We want to honor you. We want to please you. We want to glorify you in, in our purity, in our words. Lord, in our marriages, in our businesses. Lord, lahat po ng aspeto ng buhay namin, we want you to be glorified. So Lord, I pray that as your people, may we be faithful to your call. Father, I pray that may you bless our time together as we get into your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a seat, everyone. There was a time in our victory group that um, after... Our, the, after the session of our victory group, 
we started asking a question, hey, what's the happiest place that you've been into? Like a place that you want to go back over and over and over again. And then, of course, may mga ibang medyo, ko, medyo joker talaga. Sabi nila sa banyo. Because they, they get to uh, unload things that, 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 that's heavy and that makes them happy. And then someone said, alam mo, pastor, it's actually Disneyland. And then we started to talk about, oh nga, no. We started to agree where the moment na pagpasok mo pa lang, it's really the happiest place on earth. Like when, you're, when you go there, uh, the people will, be, will serve you, they will be about you, people will keep on greeting you, people will always say, welcome to Disneyland. And, and, and I've been to like three different Disneylands in Hong Kong, in Japan, and in, in the U.S. And it's the same. People will just really serve you and they would, they would, anong parang maisipin ka talaga nila, tatanungin nila, is there anything that you need? In fact, I saw one time that there was this kid na yung ice cream niya nahulog. And so this, this child started to cry like, wah, wah. Hindi naman ganyan iyak niya. But the child started to cry. You get the picture. And so when a staff saw that, do you know what they did? They got a toy and they got an ice cream and gave it to the child so that the child would stop crying. And so you see, when you go to this happiest place on earth, you would definitely see it. Not only that, you would experience it. You would hear it. Like when we entered yung, ano to, there's a small world. A small world? And pagpasok mo, there's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. And then, different languages. And you're like, ah, balik ng pagkabata. And then you get to hear it, experience it. I'm like, wow. If only people can experience something like that in church. But the question is, what do we expect from the church? What do we see in the church? What do we hear in the church you see, the church is God's people. It's the assembly of God's people. When you gather in a coffee shop, that's the church gathering. When you go watch a movie, guess what? Yes, that's the church gathering. If you're having lunch with people later, yes, that's the church. And I want us to understand today that the church is the only thing here on earth that even everything will perish in our lifetime, the only thing that would continue for eternity, it is God's church. That's why the church is not something you go to every Sunday. It is who we are. Tingnan mo katabi mo. Simbahan yan. And in the verses, in the passage that we have read, it gives us a picture of how wonderful the church really is. Maybe for some of us, growing up, our experience of going to church, it's more of like tradition and religion. Do this, do that. Sumusulod kang simbahan, mukamang ka, muluhod ka, dagagalukan, di ba? Maybe for some of us, our experience really, it's a place where there is so much grace, where you can just see in any time, and people are like, don't worry, there is the grace of God. And that's why we become licentious with how we live our lives. 
But when we understand the beauty of the church, where we get to share our lives with one another, despite of, the, despite of the bad and the ugly of life, we choose to share our lives with one another, you will truly say, Lord, thank you for making me a part of your church. And for someone who is a pastor's kid, who literally grew up in church, my first memory of being a child, I celebrated my first birthday in church. Because we lived in the church. I could even remember the first place that I scrubbed, that I cleaned, was the church. I can't even remember cleaning our house before. But every Saturday evening, we would fl apply floor wax, we would wipe everything. And that's my memory of growing up in the church. And maybe we all have our share of experiences. Maybe you actually enjoyed growing up in church. Like for me, I, I could truly say that I love the church. Not just that I love Victory Dawat, I love God's people. But maybe it's not the case for everyone. Maybe for some of you, there's still this broken trust. That's why you go to church because you genuinely love Jesus, but you don't trust the people around you. That's why being part of maybe of Victory Dava for the past five, seven years, you're still not even part of a victory group. No matter how much we tell you, join a victory group, you're like, no, 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 pastor. Because there are things that I hide that I don't want to be exposed with. And I feel you. Maybe for some of you, I may not know your story, but believe me, I understand it. I feel your pain. I feel your betrayal. I feel the, even how irritated you are with some people. And I understand that. Alam nyo bakit? Because the church is not a place of perfect people. In fact, kung naghanap po kayo ng perfect na simbahan, wag po kayong mag-join doon. Kasi the, the very moment you join that church, is not perfect anymore. <laughs> I really thought before growing up that the church is a place of perfect people, but no. Some of my greatest heartaches, my, some of my greatest betrayals and heartbreaks was actually in the church. But it did not stop me from fully enjoying this community that God has given me. Because every time I get to read the Word of God, I'm like, wow, Lord, ito pala dapat ang simbahan. Hindi lang pala yung para hallelujah, praise the Lord, that we sing songs. It's not just that. It's not about how comfortable the place is, whether there's aircon or wala. It, that, it doesn't matter. Because we go to church because there is this one person that we honor and glorify. And his name is? Exactly. His name is Jesus. And that is the very reason. Do you know how the, how the church was birthed? If you look at in Acts chapter 2, verses 14 to 41, Peter preached a very powerful word. Some people would say that Peter preached a three-minute preaching and 3,000 people were added to their number that day. And what I love about this because Peter preached about Jesus being crucified. In fact, kung titignan mo, yun lang talaga ang message niya. You people rejected the Son of God. And this person whom the Lord made, both, whom God made both Lord and Christ, He is the Messiah and He came here to save us. Yet, you rejected him. And so after Peter preached this message, people started to say, what do we do, brother? 
because they were convicted of their sins. They were convicted of their selfishness, of how rebellious they were, of how wicked they were. And so they said, Brother Peter, what do we do? Now in verse, in verse 38, Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, just before we continue, I, I, want to, I want us to understand this. A church is not a place where you become perfect first before you belong to it. But what God, what God is asking of us is for us to repent. To repent of anything that we have placed in our lives that can compete with God's place in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives. That's why we always say that repentance is 180-degree turn around. Hindi po siya kung may, kung may kasalanan ka paborito, hindi ka po babalik, tada! No, 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 no. You don't go back to your sins. What you do is you turn away, Lord, these patterns of sin that have been addicted to Lord is not worth it. Lord, this is going to destroy me. This is going to destroy my family. This is going to destroy my, my relationship with you. So, Lord, I'm turning away, and now I want to pursue a relationship with you. So, we are to repent of anything that takes us away from our relationship with God. It's a, it's a change of mind and direction. Not only that, we are to be baptized. When you talk about baptism, sino sa inyo dito, when you talk about baptism, ay, magpa-convert, jud na. But, but baptism is not about conversion. Baptism is obedience to God. In short, baptism is being identified with now in Christ. You are no longer identifying yourself with sin, but being baptized, baptism is about dying to your sins, and now you are now alive in Christ. That's why Jesus said, it's Jesus who said, be baptized. It's your public declaration. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. And Jesus is, who, is, is who's most important in my life. That's what baptism is. Not only that, you will receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In short, if you have Christ in your life, now you will get to express and dis display and demonstrate the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But more importantly, what should be evident is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Ibig sabihin nito, hindi ka lang, hindi ka lang yung weird ka na parabang, oh, grabe, may nararamdaman ako dito. Pan no, no, alam nyo, <laughs> the gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to us for us to become effective witnesses. For people to know that, yes, Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is good. Amen po ba? Kahit gaano ka pa gifted in the power of the Holy Spirit, if you don't have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you don't have love. You don't have joy. You don't have peace, patience in your heart. Wala kang self-control. Alam mo, minsan parang, I would say na maybe sayang yung gift eh. Kung wala namang character ni Christ sa puso natin. Na wag mong tingnan ang katabi mo. Kasi for some of you, hi na ko, pastor, at maraming salamat. Kailangan marinig ng asawa ko yan. Kailangan niya ng love. Kailangan niya ng joy. Lord, patience, Lord, patience. But I just realized that we all need it. And this is, this is what the church is all about. 
people have turned away from their sins. And that's why those who heard the message repented, got baptized, and now they were added to a church community. In fact, in verse 41, it says there that there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Imagine, ngayon around, around, maybe we would say around 250 tayo. Can you imagine after preaching today, and then many of you like convicted, you're like, I need to talk about Jesus to the people around me. And then the following Sunday, 3,000 people would join. Woo! Amazing. So people who believed in Jesus, they were added to a community. In short, believing in Jesus, it does not bring you to a place of isolation. In short, if you're saying, I love you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for loving me. Now you don't isolate yourself and say, na, Lord, I, oh, 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 okay. Intermission lang po yun. Okay. And so you don't tell people that, Alam mo, ayoko magpag-associate ng tao kasi if I would be with people, it, they would just lead me to sin. If you're still in the same group of people who used to lead you to sin, then most likely it will happen. But if you're in a church community, understand that you are going to grow with these people who would pursue together a life with Christ. So which means believing in Jesus, it means belonging to Him and join together to those who are His. Can everyone say this with me? Read this, read this with me. Believing in Jesus means belonging to Him and join together to those who are His. In short, our faith in Christ joins us to a faith community called church. And it is a place where we grow in our walk with the Lord, where we grow in our faith. We're not added to a social club. We're not added to a group who has an advocacy. We're added to a life-giving, Jesus-loving faith community who's about living out God's purpose for your lives. So every time you go to church, it's not just a place that pastor preach well and be a blessing to me. No. Every time we gather here every Sunday, we're like, hey, how are you? You're here. It's so good to see you. It's about the fellowship. It's about the people. It's about the testimonies that we get to hear from one another. And if you look, in, look at the passage that na binasa natin kanina in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, the very first thing na napansin ko ang daming word na end. And they devoted themselves. And they prayed. And they broke bread. And this and that. Kung mo nga, parang you could say na the early church, they loved over-fellowshipping. In short, everything, they did things together. Now, what this shows is that there's this element of doing life together. Now, just a disclaimer, this passage of Scripture, this is not prescriptive. Okay. Ibig sabihin nito, when, when you talk about being uh, prescriptive, na dapat ito yung ginagawa natin, na dapat ito talaga. Because in reality, for example, the Bible says here, they sold their possessions so the needs of others would be met. For some of us here, you don't even need to sell your possessions just to give. Because you have the capacity to give. But there are principles that we get from this so that we could apply it in our church community. Does that make sense? Alright. So what the, what, what the Bible simply tells us, 
that the church is designed to do life and faith together consistently. The church is designed to do life and faith together consistently. Tingnan mo katabi mo. Tingnan mo katabi mo. Tell that person, magsasawa ka sa mukha ko. Ay ba sinyo parang, yuck. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Everyone look up here. There's a part in following Jesus where it's private and it's personal. Like you read your Bible, you worship in private, you enjoy God. Minsan sa iba sa inyo, I know some people that they would go into an aparador. Ano, alam mo yung aparador? Ano yung sa English? Aparador? Like, di ba? You go inside and then you're like, you would cry there. That's your quote-unquote, secret place with God. That's where you unload everything, Lord. <laughs> you cry everything, you, you complain about everything, but that's where you meet God and you pray and you enjoy your time with God. Now, there's a part where we do things in private and personal. But most of these spiritual disciplines, but most of these Christian practices are actually to be done in a community. It's communal. Alam niyo ba kung kailan nag-umpisa yung concept na quiet time? It was when there was a physical print of the Bible. But during the early church, do you know how they applied the Word of God together? A church leader would recite, would read the scriptures. That's why, pansin niyo, faith comes from hearing the Word of God. Because they don't have a physical copy of the Bible. And so a church leader would read it. And what would happen is that they would talk amongst each other and they would start to say, how do we apply that? In short, they would do theology together. So which means that as a church, we are to do things together. For an introvert, nasa stress na kayo. For an extrovert, na-excite kayo. Alam mo, I learned something ngayon. Sino dito mga introvert kayo? Oh, Gabi. Okay, thank you, Roel, for being bold enough to say that you're an introvert. If you know me, you know that I'm not an introvert. That's why when I say I'm an introvert, natatawa talaga kayo. I realize sa mga introvert na mga tao, every single day, they have this number of coins that they have. Yung coins. And then every time they meet a person, they would like, they would give that coin. And then another person, another coin. And then, another coin. That's why minsan parang yung social battery nila parang naubos na. Parang, uh, I need to recharge. <laughs> Can you relate? Because I can't. <laughs> and so, kaya parang minsan, they are aware, medyo paubos na yung social battery ko. Medyo paubos na yung coins ko. Ang extrovert naman, iba yan. Paglabas ng bahay, ubusin nila lahat ng coins ninyo. <laughs> And if na-stress ko na kayo, sorry. That's just how much I love you. And that's why regardless of your personality, we are to do things together. Because the church is a place where we get to grow in Christ together. So what does doing life and faith together mean? Three quick things. First, it's about growing in our devotion to Christ. Growing in our devotion to Christ. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says here, and they devoted. Everyone say devoted. We talk about devotion. It talks about loyalty. It's about commitment. It's about this dedicated love that you express. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking bread and the prayers. Alam mo ba anong love language ng, ng church? It's food. That's why mas madaling mag-pray kapag may food. Mas madaling mag-fellowship kapag may food. That's why part talaga ng church is there's this really breaking of bread. When you talk about breaking of bread, hindi lang siya yung pandisala. It's really like they share food and they share lives with one another. Yet, this is what they did. We will do whatever it takes for us to grow in the Lord. That's what a church is. That's the purpose of fellowship. Ang iba kasi, ang nangyayari sa fellowship natin, parang nagiging place of ranting na lang. We rant about everything. We rant about the pastor. We rant about our victory group leader. But as a church, we are to grow in our devotion to the Lord. There's a reason why we read our Bibles. There's a, there's a reason why we have fellowship with others. There's a reason why we celebrate communion. There's a re- that's the reason why we pray together. It's not for us to become super religious people. It's not for us to become hyper-spiritual. It's not for us to become legitimate Victory Davao church members. The goal of our devotion to Christ is to simply to become like Christ. That's why we do this fellowship and reading the Bible so that we can become like Christ. And the only way that we can exemplify Christ's character sa buhay natin is when we are consumed by Christ. Our hearts, our, our minds, our thoughts, it's consumed by Christ. That's why very important po that we would have like faith conversations. Let's talk about your testimonies. I got the privilege of really meeting our, my, uh, our victory group weekly. And every time I spend time with, this, with the young men or even with married couples, sobrang faith building because you see that God is doing something in their lives. Now maybe you're asking the question, Pastor, paano po yan? In our family, I'm the only Christian. Parang may, siguro sa church, I feel there's freedom in expressing my love for the Lord. But in my family, I get persecuted when I talk about Jesus. And maybe not every one of you will be persecuted, but I believe there are some of you that until right now, it's still a struggle for you. That's why you're still contemplating, uh, do I pray for my family? Do I even pray for the food? O kung mag-pray kami for the food, kasi hindi nagpe-pray ang parents ko, para bang, Lord, pray for the food, Jesus' name, amen. Gaganoon na lang ba ako? What do I do, Lord? Parang, I wanna show my faith in you, pero parang, Parang magagawin, minsan, maubo ka na lang, parang, excuse me, ubo lang ako. Lord bless this food, amen. <clears throat> Just for you to pray. Here's my encouragement. Just because your parents or your family don't agree with your faith, it doesn't mean that you have to walk away from your faith. But all the more, live out your faith to your family. Pray for them, respect them, be generous to them. Treat them for a vacation. Bless them with a trip for two to Jollibee. <laughs> Minsan kasi ay naging problema, the moment we get so excited about church, we are constantly just being in fellowship with the church that we don't have time for our families. 
yung puro lang tayo fellowship ta hindi na tayo nagiging blessing sa family natin. Kung student ka, di ka naghugas ng plato because you're saying, mag-victory group muna kami. Parang victory group is more important than washing the dishes. Alam mo, that's equal. Because you washing the dishes, that's worship to God. Mm-hmm. Children? And attending a victory group, that's worship to God. If you're a single professional, you doing one-to-one is as important as you giving and participating in paying the bills sa bahay ninyo, singles. Mm-hmm. Yung parents, amen, pastor, preach it, pastor, preach it. <laughs> That's why wag ka puro fellowship sa, da- sa bahay, tapos wag ka puro fellowship, tapos tamad ka pa sa bahay. Kaya minsan, yung ibang, ibang pamilya, they, 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 they are against the Christian church because they feel like the church has been a competition to their family. You see, Christianity is not a Sunday commitment and you undress yourself that of that identity on Mondays. In fact, as Christ followers, there's no separation from the sacred and the secular. As Christ followers, everything we do is sacred before the Lord. It is our worship to Him. That's why, church, let your devotion to Christ cause you to love them like Christ. Be a blessing to your family. Okay? Be a blessing to your family. So, how do we do life and faith together? Grow in our devotion together. Not only that, selflessly demonstrate the love of Christ to one another. Selflessly demonstrating the love of Christ to one another. In Acts chapter 2, verses 44 to 45, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. They love Jesus. They, they love having fellowship. Verse 45, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. In short, there were people in church that they, have, they had needs. And so there were people who were like, we can probably give some things to you, but we can sell our stuff so that your needs would be met. In short, one of the best places to really demonstrate sacrifice is with the people of God. That's why there are some of us, umaabot tayo ng counseling hanggang alas 12 ng gabi, minsan alas 12 na umaga, because you want to help people. And the church is a place where you selflessly demonstrate the love of Christ. In fact, in the church, you will meet different people. People whom you don't know, people whom you don't like, people with a different personality, or people with a loud personality. And maybe they annoy you. Now, here's what's interesting about the church. These people that somehow you don't like, God has called us to love them. These very people nang utang sa inyo in church these people Christ has called us to love them and our love for Jesus always translates to loving others so it's not whether you like a person or not you are called to love that person now i want to ask this question everyone look up here who's that one person that whom you despise the most yung inisip nyo palang nanginginig ka na sa galit Yung inisip nyo palang, ah, parang, ah, pupunta pa ba ako ng church? Because I'll see this person in church. Who's that one person who irritates you? Now, I want to ask you this question. What, what's the most selfless act of love that you can do for that person? Because you know why? That's what God wants you to do. 
to love that person and to selflessly demonstrate the love of Jesus to that person? Is it to give? Is it to forgive? Is it to give generously to that person? Is it to humble yourself and to let go of your pride? Is it to let go of that bitterness? Kasi alam nyo, it's never God's plan that you would have that bitterness in your heart. Because God wants to set you free from any form of bitterness. That's why we have to discern how God wants us to express that love to others. And thirdly, we are, as a church, we are to joyfully share our lives to others. So the church, we joyfully share our life to other people. Again, sa mga introvert, stress na kayo. But you don't have to be friends with everyone, but at least be a friend to few. In the verses, in verses 44 to 47, it says here, And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Looking at this, it simply showed how, how excited, how eager, and how joyful they were to be with one another. I mean, for me, if, I, if there's someone that I don't like, iwas ako. But you would see here that they would just joyfully, day by day, be with one another, share food with one another. Kung pwedeng alam, meron silang sariling village na, tayo-tayo na lang dito, parang magpalitan tayo ng mga ulam. But it just showed how committed they are in their relationship. That's why in the, in, the, in the passage, you would see, and they, and all of them, in short, they live life together joyfully. They did not just love one another. They love being with one another. So yung hindi lang lang mahalang isa't isa, gustong gusto nilang kasamang ang bawat isa. I realized that one of the marks of a biblical community is joy. Alam niyo bakit? Because God is, a, God is the God of joy. He is a joyful God. And He brings joy to our relationships. If, if you look at God's creation, God created the heavens and the earth. And you remember, when we spend time in nature, in God's creation, it brings us joy. It brings us peace. And I've realized that there are also unhappy Christians do you know why there are unhappy Christians? You don't have to guess. Tingnan mo na katabi mo. Happy yarn. <laughs> Do you know why there are unhappy Christians? It's not for the lack of blessings nor the presence of persecution. It's because they're living their lives in isolation. Ooh. One of the common reasons or excuses na mga tao why they don't want to be involved in the church is because they have this statement, I'm just protecting my peace. Ah. Iba sa inyo, di ba? Ay, join a victory group, pastor. I'm protecting my peace. Ah. Galing yun naman. <laughs> you know, protecting your peace is nice. But it, if it leads you farther from the Lord, it's not worth it. 
Because the Christian life is not a life of isolation. The Christian life, you are supposed to grow alongside a community. In fact, we experience genuine joy in sharing our lives with others in biblical community. Church, wala tayo sa, ch- wala tayo sa simbahan para may mautangan tayo. Nasa church tayo because these are the very people that God has added our lives together so that we can see one another grow in spiritual maturity. Ang pinaka-purpose po natin why we preach the word, why we worship, why we gather together, it's not just a, a check attendance every Sunday. It is for us to grow towards spiritual maturity. So kung hindi ka pa nagmamature in your spiritual life, then there must be wrong. There's something wrong. And maybe, just maybe, is because you are isolated. You're in an island and you don't want others to speak truth to you. Mayabang ka kasi. Ayaw mo makinig sa ibang tao because akala mo ikaw yung pinakamatalino, ikaw yung pinakamayabang. You know what I realized as a pastor? That I'm not the smartest guy in the room. That I'm not the most gifted person in the room. But I, what I realized about church is that when all of us, with all our weaknesses, with all our strengths, with all our gifts, when we, do, when, 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 we, when we do life and faith together, believe me, it's going to advance the kingdom of God in such a powerful way. That's why, in some ways, we have to give people the permission to be intruders sa buhay natin. You have to give people the permission to intrude your life. Are you okay with people intruding your life? There's this one person, uh, there's a, 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 a person in church that when they move to their house, sabi kay Odi, hala, puntahan natin. And then of course, inisip namin, paano yan? Baka nagliligpit pa sila. Alam, sabi ko, wala akong pakialam. <laughs> so we bought cake, and then we're on our way to their house, and then we called, hey, how are you? Sabi niya, hey, pastor, kumusta? And then, this church member said that, ah, okay naman, kakalipat lang po namin. Uy, congratulations. Sabi niya, bro, we're on our way to your house. Sabi niya, ah, sige, sige, bro, see you. And then, pagdating namin ng bahay nila, they're like, ang linis-linis. Sabi ko lang, naglinis ka ba, no? Pagkawag ko, sabi niya, actually, bro, naglinis pa kami. But that time together in their home, we just laughed together. We enjoyed our conversation. We didn't talk about church. We talked about life. We talked about their marriage. We talked about so many things. That's why it's very important for us to understand that we need to share our lives with people. And beautiful things start with a step of faith. You know, the Bible talks about faith. Faith pleases the Lord. Do you want to please the Lord? then step out in faith. And maybe that step of faith that you need to make right now is to open your life for someone to speak truth, to speak faith into your life. That's why believing in Jesus means belonging to Him and join together to those who are His. I want to show you some pictures of just the, the many victory groups that's happening in our church. These people came from different backgrounds. And now, minsan, when these people gather, they would talk about yung crashes nila, their heartbreaks, their hopes, their ambitions. Yet, these people who are so different in personalities, in, in, in walang, walang common interest. Yet, do you know why they are joined together? 
because of their love for Jesus. Because God brought them together. This is just, this week lang, these are the people that my wife and I got to share our lives with. We had a, ch a church member, he celebrated his birthday. We went there and we intrude. Naging intruder kami, intruder alert, intruder alert. And we just celebrated, happy birthday! And then another church member, they invited us to experience the, this five Michelin star food. You want to try that Michelin star free food? Message me. Connect ko kayo sa kanila. They're very generous hosts. And then of course, we got to meet our victory group with some singles and then with some couples. It was super fun. And then there's another like group of families that we get to enjoy fellowship with. The point is, these people, we are so different. We are nothing alike. But God brought us together. And this is also our Victory Davao team. If you look at these people, some are old, some are young, some have hair, some don't. But can I cruel? But looking at these people, we are not, we, as a church, we don't just run the church. We don't just talk about operations, things in the church. We may be too different, but we love spending time with one another. If you go, can go to the next picture, after a whole day of planning, we just took the time to have coffee and men. We were just laughing so hard inside a coffee shop. Now maybe, mag-iisip yung ibang tao, ano siyan sila? Parang pwede mo sabihin, actually simbahan po kami. Yeah. But we were just enjoying, laughing. Uh, I, I can't disclose but kami tumatawa nito, pero uh, masaya lang. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? As your pastor, my heart, my desire is to be able to share a meal with you all. I'm not exaggerating. That's who I am. I love people. But the reason all the more why I love you guys is because God has placed you under my care as the shepherd of this flock. And that's why I'm not trying to be chummy-chummy here or being clingy here. But as your pastor, I want to be with you in your spiritual journey. I may not be in every milestone of your life, but at least I get to at least even share a meal with you. And I hope that at the end of the year, maybe uh, after two years, I could have a picture to show there nakasama ko kayo. That's my vision. And so I want to encourage every one of us. Do you know what fellowship is? The word fellowship, mahilig tayo sa word na fellowship. Ang iba sa atin, hindi lang fellowship. Iba nga sa atin, over fellowship pa. But fellowship is about shared lives and shared love. It's about sharing your life with one another and sharing that love to one another. Not only that, it's about spending time and wasting time together. Hindi mo yung sinaya ang oras ng bawat isa, but it doesn't matter how long you will be with one another. You love spending time and wasting time together. Now, just before I end, here's the application that I want you to do. Okay? Are you ready to apply the Word of God in your lives? Sige. Thank you sa 15 na tao, ha? Na, na ready mag apply, i-apply yung word. First is this, get connected to a victory group. 
Because the church, this church is too big that we can spend time with everyone. We have, we have victory groups, this small group of people where you get to actually share your lives with one another and walk in biblical community. That's why we would want to highly encourage you to be part of a victory group. Secondly, share a meal together with someone from church. Okay? Share a meal with someone from church. Alam mo, minsan kasi parang formula, ha? parang it can be very disappointing and frustrating that I would see people in church and then di sila magkakilala. That they would go to church and then leave suddenly and wala silang connection with anyone. That's why food is powerful. Because food brings people together. So if you have the capacity and if you have the opportunity, I know it's going to be weird and awkward, but do outgrow that awkwardness and share a meal with another church member. Like tell that person after the service, Hi friend. Gusto bang, gusto bang manlibre sa akin ng lunch today? Tell that person, willing akong magpalibre today. Wag naman sa mga, kung di mo afford talaga mamahalin, pwedeng 7-Eleven muna. If gusto mo masosyal, go to an American restaurant, yung McDonald's. But by all means, share your life with one another. Share a meal. And lastly, step out in faith by being a blessing to someone. Here's the truth about the church. We have some church members today who are struggling financially. We have some, some church members here that somehow they're praying for provision. Na sana their, their family member would, can get out of the hospital. I've talked to someone last Sunday. And that's why my prayer is that we would be that church to someone and bless someone. I say, anyone to read this quote again? I, I posted this quote last Sunday, but I want to read it again. It says here, if the church is central to God's purpose as seen in both history in the, and in the gospel, it must surely also be central to our lives. How can we take lightly what God takes so seriously? How dare we push to the circumference what God has placed at the center? Jesus died for His church. Jesus loves His church. We are His church. Let's pray. Lord, thank You. Thank You just for this wonderful time of reminding us that we are your people. So Lord, may we be able to demonstrate this love to the people around us. Lord, whatever act of love that we can show and give, Lord, that is our worship to you. Not only that, God, I pray that may you allow us to joyfully share our lives to other people. That every time we think about them, just like what the Apostle Paul said, I thank my God every time I remember you in my prayers. And in his prayers, he prayed with joy. I pray, Lord, that may you place these people in our lives. That this fellowship will not just be a Sunday thing, but it's going to be an everyday thing. Lord, I pray that may you cause us to grow in our devotion to you. That you will be the most important person in our lives. 
And it will dictate how we view relationships. It will dictate how we manage our money, how we work, how we treat other people. Lord, help us to become like Christ so that the world will see that there are, that your people are faithful in loving you and showing and demonstrating your life to others. Lord, help us. We need you. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would change our hearts, move our hearts, transform us, we pray, for your glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we all stand up? And here's what we'll be doing. We won't be praying for one another. But here's what I would want you to do, okay? I want you, I want you to just get out of your seats and just quickly just say hello to at least 10 people, okay? And then, when you talk to these people, get to ask their names. Magpakilala kayo, okay? Magpakilala kayo. Can we do that? So, get out of your seats, say hello, hi, I'm this person, pakilala kayo. Tell them who you are. Tell them if you're a student. Introduce them your spouse. Okay. Guys. Everyone, look up here. Look up here. With the 10th person... Guys, guys, listen up. Church, church. The 10th person. Go to your 10th person. Please, please, go to your 10th person. Okay? Just, just be with someone whom you don't know. Be with someone whom you don't know. Pabaga na Jude mong nawongan eh. Now, listen up quickly. With your partner, with the 10th person, share quickly. What is one thing that you've learned from the message this morning? One thing that you have learned. What is one thing that you have learned from the message this morning? Share with that person. Okay? Have one minute each and share your, that lesson learned with that one person. All right, let the other person share. Time for your partner to share.
Huwag na rin kayong mahiya. Add that person on social media so that you could have like probably mutual friends in church. Alright? Alright? Let's pray. Let's close in prayer. Did you learn something in your conversation? Let's pray, everyone. Can we all lift up our hands before the Lord? Let's just pray. Lord, thank you for this very beautiful moment together. Thank you for this church community. Thank you, Lord, for enabling us to not just learn your word, but, Lord, for us to share our lives with one another. Lord, if I pray that you even give us the capacity, Lord, to be a blessing to these people, that we may be able to share our lives, to share conversations, even to share love and to demonstrate your love to these people. We are your people. And Lord, may we be faithful in showing the world who we are. Lord, we may be in the world, but we are not of this world because we belong to you. We are not a social club. We're not just a, an organization. We are your people, redeemed by your blood, recipients of your grace, sanctified, God, for your purpose. Father, I pray that may you bless every single one of us. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Be glorified in our midst, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for worshiping with us, everyone. Have a great Sunday. God bless you all. I'm losing my gravity.